Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the ISI Life Podcast. ISI stands for Iron Sharpens Iron, which comes from Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And that's what we do here in this podcast, as well as at our different events throughout the year. We focus on five Fs, faith, family, faculty, finance, and fitness. And what we do is we design these retreats, design these conversations to think about not just having faith as a piece of the wheel, but how do we put it at the hub and how can faith at the center of what you do and how you think impact greatness in those other four Fs. So that's what we're doing today. And today we're actually talking about marriage and we're talking about this upcoming couples retreat that we have here in October. And I couldn't be more excited uh, to have Joe and Cindy Farini leading us out on our maiden voyage of this couples retreat that we're going to be doing. We've done men's retreats, we've done women's retreats and family, especially marriage being one of our key Fs. This is going to be an amazing opportunity. Joe and Cindy are um, authors. They've most notably, they've written a book called The Unexpected Journey When Special Needs Change Our Course. And their newest book, Love Always, Embracing Marriage Together. They've written over 10 books. They've written, they've been guests on radio broadcasts with focus on the family, family life, many others. They've been leading marriage retreats for over 25 years. And you're just amazing people that are going to help kick us off and lead us through some teaching, some conversations, some questions. And today what we're going to do is get, get a little bit into a little teaser of what you might expect in coming to the retreat uh, and just some tangible takeaways. If for re- some reason those dates don't work for you, you'll still get a lot of value out of this episode. So we'll get to that in a second. And just while I got you a couple little housekeeping things, everything we do is housed at the isilife.com. You can go on there to listen to past podcasts. You can get uh, free tools and assessments on, this, on the site that can help you with excellence in each of those five Fs. There you can see all of our upcoming retreats for the rest of 2021. And as we start to plan out 2022, and we have weekly devotionals and all the other good stuff that you might expect. So check us out there. And um, without further ado, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Joe and Cindy. All right, Joe and Cindy, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to chat with you a little bit today about the upcoming couples retreat. Thank you for having us. It's great being with you. When we got the idea to do a couples retreat, we've been doing these men's retreats and I've done a few women's and just the thought of, you know, why don't we, one of our F's is family, which really is, and within that is our marriage and a relationship with our kids and spouses. And we thought we have to do a couples retreat. And I'm so thankful that you guys are going to be there from the outset to kind of, like you said, have this maiden voyage of our couples retreat. Great. We're looking forward to it. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be great. So you know, we've been family friends, personal friends for a long time, but for anybody else listening, why don't you guys just give us a little background on you guys and your experience in this space? Okay. <laughs> We're arguing. Over- <laughs> We're having a marriage retreat over here, arguing who goes first. <laughs> okay. I'll start. Ladies, Ladies first. Ladies first. first. Yeah. So basically our background, we, um, just a little something about us. We knew each other in high school, but we were not high school sweethearts. We each were um, dating other people that we became engaged to. And then through a course of a series of number of things, we each broke off those engagements and then met a couple of years later. So we say that we re-met. And so um, we dated about a year and then we were married. And uh, right from the very beginning, our goal really in our life was to um, you know, have a solid family, a solid marriage uh, in the Lord. And as the Lord would have it, he just put us on this path of 
uh, leading us to bring a marriage conference to Cleveland, which is called the Family Life Weekend to Remember. And it's been going strong for 30 years here in Cleveland. And then as a result of that, we were called to speak for the same ministry I just referred to. And we had done that for 20 years. And so we've really worked with marriages probably for 30, 35 years in one way or another. And just really enjoy getting to meet with couples and have the opportunity to share some of the things that we've learned. We're always learning. You know, we haven't arrived yet. Um, but that's a little bit about um, our background. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't, I didn't know that little bit of the the story. Mm-hmm. About, wow, that's really, really cool. Yeah, very cool. And um, I, mean, I just feel so fortunate that we have, you know, known you guys, and that all that experience will, you know, obviously play into our inaugural couples retreat. I think it's just going to be tremendous. And mm-hmm. I, the, as we've done some of the planning calls and preparation, like as I mentioned, I just I feel this knowledge and this wisdom and the love and everything that you guys um, exude. And I just am excited to, to bring that to any of the couples that will be there. So uh, I'm, I continue to get more excited as we, as we prep for it. You know, one of the things just maybe even just to lay some the, the groundwork, you know, just I've never been to a couple's retreat and we've been married for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, you know, just had an awesome relationship. And I think a lot of people might wonder like, what, what is, a couple's retreat and you know what what should i expect right. and you guys have really helped us scope out what that could look like but maybe just give us a little glimpse into some of the teaching that we might hit as a as an overall as we go through this retreat together All right well you know a couple's retreat as we're formatting this one coming up here is not just for marriages that are struggling it's it's for all marriages you know, if you have a, a good marriage on its way to becoming a better marriage, and this is for you. If you have a marriage that has some issues in it, then this conference, this retreat's for you. And so we, we do address a whole spectrum of people. We're used to doing that at our family life conferences. And, you know, we, sp- we have spoken to thousands of people. And we know that everybody in that ballroom that we speak to, they're at, they're at a different place in their journey in their marriage relationship. And and so what we try to do is we try to uh, present to them uh, overall principles that will they can begin to apply to their marriage relationship. And so uh, we're, we're very sensitive to the reality that uh, people are at different locations in, the, in their marriage. But the mm-hmm. main objective that we're trying to communicate uh, during our time with folks is that we want people to understand that the goal in marriage is to get to know each other better and to pursue what the Bible talks about of pursuing oneness in that marriage relationship, and yeah. as opposed to isolation in that marriage relationship. And those are two polar opposites uh, when we talk to folks. We're trying to make it clear that we, we want to passionately pursue uh, each other. And uh, we need to also communicate very clearly that you know God is the one who invented marriage. And since he invented it and he designed it, he knows best how to make this marriage thing work. Mm-hmm. And so, the, I mean, the one scripture that we really kind of kick off our conference and we will do the same thing here for the marriage retreat that helps kind of lay out God's plan, his blueprint for building oneness in a marriage relationship is, is taken from Genesis 2, 24, where it says that the man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and the two shall become one or become one flat. Mm-hmm. And so uh, as we begin to better understand God's purposes and plan for marriage, we will move eventually towards oneness. 
and uh, and and again, where you are in in your marriage relationship will determine how many, if you will, steps or hurdles or whatever uh, mm-hmm. you do to to achieve that uh, in your particular uh, marriage relationship. So uh, that's our objective uh, to kick things off when it comes to our retreat. I love it. What does it look like? Uh, if you could paint a picture for me, what does it look like when a when a marriage when a relationship is one versus one that's in isolation? Well, that's so that's a great question. Very good. There's so many aspects to marriage. You know, there's <clears throat> excuse me, communication. There's sex. There's uh, arguments. There's ups and downs. There's so many backgrounds that we bring into the marriage. So many different things that we each individually bring into the marriage. And what we're trying to do is make them all, if you will, meld together. Mm. And so the first thing that we want to do is help couples not go to isolation the first time that things aren't going smoothly. It's a matter of bringing them together so that they will become more one. And, you know, we become one as we enter into the marriage relationship sexually. Uh, Certainly that's a very important part but we also become one as we work together. And we like to look at it as a dance. You know, at first you get out on the dance floor and you're trying to learn a new step and you're stepping on each other's toes. And we've never done anything like dancing with the stars. <laughs> I, I know your parents are very good dancers. Oh my gosh. I was thinking we should have a, we should have a section of this retreat where we're <laughs> that would be fun. That would be so fun. Hey, your parents can teach us. They could, but you know, it's kind of like that. And you, you don't do very well the first couple times you're learning a step, but once you get mm-hmm. it and you get out on the dance floor, you begin to go with the music and go with the vibes that you know you both have together, and then you look mm-hmm. good. And you know, a lot of times women say, you know, I don't really want to follow my husband's lead. I don't want to be submissive, and and yet with just this example, you can see that when you follow the lead of one who is dancing well and knows the steps, you know who looks really good is the woman. Mm-hmm. In, in the dance team, if you watch Dancing with mm-hmm. the Stars, I mean, after a while, once they get that down, they're looking pretty good out there. And that's oh, yeah. what marriage is. It's, you know, marriage is, is certainly going to show you your imperfections. But the goal in marriage is, of course, to work through those imperfections, how we talk to each other, how we um, communicate with each other in terms of nonverbal communications. And we want to, you know, definitely not have isolation because if we have isolation, it's going to lead to disappointment, rejection, hurt, isolation, and it just keeps getting worse. And we don't want that to happen. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm all in. Sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love to think of it as a, as a dance where we're in step with one another. And um, I'm excited to have some of the principles that, you know, that you're going to teach. And, mm-hmm. you know, we structured this and we were debating you know, what is the right format? What's the right timing for this? And um, it seems like we're going to have a, a good uh, mix of teaching, but then time on our own to right. discuss and process these things. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we want to make sure that uh, they are personalizing the principles and that uh, you know, the last thing we want to do is lecture. I mean, we, we don't want to hear ourselves talking up there. We, we want to make sure that we are connecting uh, with the people. So we're going to keep, try to keep this very relevant to where mm-hmm. everyone is at as much as possible, realizing that there's, there's going to be a mixed group of people there and, and that's okay. But, uh, yeah. you know, principles don't change. And, uh, but how you apply those principles is what's going to be different. 
And, uh, All right. So I know you came prepared with at least a principle or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. To, absolutely. Uh, a little nugget for today. I know we wanted to kind of just give a preview of what to expect at the couples retreat, but then, you know, maybe give something actionable that people could put into practice today. Uh, or if they, for some reason, can't attend, at least they can get some value out of uh, this conversation today. So, yes. what do you got for us, coach? Oh, goodness. Well, you know, we. I guess, you know, when we talk about getting to know each other, um, we have a chart that we use and um, hopefully we'll go through that when we have the retreat. But I guess a couple of things we'd say is, you know, if you want just a few takeaways, uh, Mm -hmm. pay attention to each other, look at each other face to face. Um, Joe and I have realized that sometimes we're walking away from each other while we're talking and sometimes we don't hear each other. Mm -hmm. Then we get a little upset because we're... saying, what did you say? What did you say? So pay attention to each other. And in doing that also, it's spending time with each other. You want to take mm-hmm. that? Yeah. As you know, especially as we get older, it's kind of interesting that uh, we, we probably don't hear as well as we used to. And we don't uh, maybe. But we passed our tests. <laughs> we passed our hearing tests. Yeah, it was kind of funny, actually, when Cindy uh, set up a dating uh, a time, a date for, for each other. And uh, well, I was getting excited that we was kind of in the middle of the day. We we're going on this date, doing something special, right? So she takes me to this hearing center. <laughs> and, uh, I thought, oh, this is going to be a good time here. But uh, basically what it was was basically because because we had issues about not hearing each other very clearly, we thought, well, Us. maybe there's something wrong here. <laughs> And uh, as it turned out, it turned out really well that uh, we all passed a test. And uh, <laughs> and I was reminded uh, by the doctor uh, of an old Simon and Garfunkel song called The Boxer. If you're familiar, that old group from the 60s. But uh, there's a phrase in that, uh, in that song that goes, a man hears what he wants to hear and he disregards the rest. <laughs> and, uh, and so I needed to be, you know, kind of reminded that it's important to make sure that be very intentional about giving attention to each other. Mm-hmm. Have some other points there, Cindy. Yeah, do you, you want, want any more or is that like a good? Oh, I mean, no, no, this is great. And okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Keep going. Well, I would just say, you know, you need affection in your marriage and right. that, that includes non-sexual touching and romance and whatever romance is for you. You know, it might be breakfast in bed or it might be a late night you know, coffee and conversation. So, uh, you know, you have to be creative. And sometimes when you have a lot of little kids, especially being creative isn't top on your list, but it's important to try to find those. How about you, Tim? Yeah, I think the overall arching, the overarching uh, principle that we're going to be communicating in in the seminar, uh, in the retreat rather, is that you just want to keep in mind, as I mentioned earlier, that God designed marriage and that he designed it very important to understand that he decided as a covenant commitment between one man, one woman, and God for a lifetime. So it just makes sense that the more we get to know God and the more we get to know his word, the more likely we're going to be on this pathway to pursuing oneness in our marriage relationship. And, you know, that's going to involve that uh, getting to know God as much as possible will involve us communicating to folks that uh, the importance of daily spending time in God's word, daily praying with and for each other Mm. and being obedient to, to God's word. And just, just the significance of uh, recognizing the importance of just building oneness in that marriage relationship. And as Cindy says, I mean, I love the illustration of the dancing together. I mean, 
if we're going to dance together and we're going to look somewhat good on that dance floor, it's going to take some work. It's a skill. Mm-hmm. And so, you I mean, it's and communication is, is a big piece of what we're going to be talking about at the retreat. And it's important to understand that good communications is a skill. It's not a, it's not a wedding gift that you get on your wedding day. You know, you mm-hmm. all of a sudden you can start to talk with each other. It takes time and it takes practice to achieve uh, transparent communication with your spouse. So transparency is an absolute critically important principle that we'll be spending time with uh, at the uh, at our retreat. And we've just learned that the more we can develop transparency communication skills, the easier it's going to be to achieve a lifestyle that's mm-hmm. in alignment with pursuing oneness in our marriage relationships. And and I think uh, the, hopefully the one takeaway that folks will take from the weekend it's just the importance of just being a good student of your spouse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that takes time to be able to do that and do that well. Yeah. Mm. Totally does. Yeah. I feel like it's a never-ending pursuit because we're all changing at the same time. <laughs> yes. you know? It's yeah. a lifetime so we, thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just speaking, you know, firsthand experience. You know, I've been married 12 years mm-hmm. and we've had kids for the last six years. And, you know, those leading up to being married in the first six years without kids are they've all been different phases and right. things change, you know, in a lot of ways. So I think, you know, being a constant student of her and what's important, mm-hmm. um, I can see the importance of that. And it, it's not like you, you get it and you're done with it, you know, move on. It's a, it's an um, ongoing thing. No, it's kind of more of an accumulative thing. You kind of learn something and uh, make sure you continue to build upon what you just learned. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not like you learn one thing and then you move on to something else. It's just an accumulative thing. Yeah. We can tell you that after 42 years of, of being married, we are still on this journey yeah. of getting to know each other. And, uh, and, and it's a good thing. Yes. Well, I, I, am ex- I am excited. I think it's, you know, the combination of, you know, three things, really you guys teaching some principles and then second, being able to learn skills. And I think, each of us are coming in there with probably different natural aptitudes of right. where we are in our communication yeah. or in, in these different things you've talked about. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of us are on third base and, you know, we're close to home. Some of us are, you know, running to first. And mm-hmm. so I think being able to yeah. to take those teaching and, yes. and, you know, process that with ourselves, but then thirdly have other couples there. And that's, what's been beautiful about ISI mm-hmm. retreats in the past is you are, you know, in a room and, people are sharing ideas or things that are working and you're learning little things that they're doing with their marriage or with their, their kids or with their, you know, in their world to make things great. And that's what Iron Sharpens Iron really has all been about is these relationships and the actual sharpening of, of one another. So I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited. We just, want, we just want you to know that uh, Cindy and I, when we do a retreat or a conference, I mean, we're all in, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we would be available for some one-on-one times uh, with uh, individuals or as couples. And uh, because, like you said, we're all at a, at a different place. And so we want to make this as impra- just as practical as we can make it. And so that they walk away from this knowing that uh, you know, they can begin to put application to their marriage, to their mm-hmm. families, right from the get-go. Love it. That's great. Thank you for you know, doing that, not just swooping in, talking and flying out. I just get that (laughs) you guys will be present and available and, you know, be able to talk through specific things that Mm -hmm. maybe aren't appropriate for, you know, a large group setting. Yes, Yes. exactly. 
No, I love it. Um, well, I'm excited. Uh, we're coming up here on the, uh, the retreat. And just as we close down this conversation, just uh, a few things we ask everybody. Uh, any, you know, maybe even as it relates to marriage or couples or anything, really, is there one book that you guys consistently recommend or, or maybe one that you're reading right now that you love? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll go first and then I'll have Cindy go first. Uh, a, a, one of the, my favorite books is a book written by Crawford Loretz, and it's called Passionate Commitment passion and commitment. And it has to do with uh, our relationship with the Lord. And, uh, and it's certainly, in my mind, it's just certainly relevant to marriage as well, because as we are pursuing and developing a more intimate relationship with God, uh, that carries over in our relationship for and with each other as well. So passion and commitment is mine. And Cindy, how about you? You know, almost anything by Leslie Vernick, V-E-R-N-I-C-K. She does a lot on relationships and she has a, a number of books out. She has a great website. She does webinars where people can uh, hop into her class. She does something a couple times a week. So she's just excellent. So she would be my, probably in terms of uh, marriage and relationships, one of my favorite authors for that topic. Awesome. Yeah. love it. I've not heard of her. So that's a great resource. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What about uh, joy? We I asked this. You know, what what brings you joy? Maybe individually or collectively as uh, a couple. Uh, you know, on, on my top list is Jesus, hmm. and uh, I, I can say that without any hesitation. Uh, you know, I, one of the things, one of the exercises I encourage men to do is always to kind of build up and and make out a top tens list. Who are the top Ten most influential men in your life, and yeah. uh, and Jesus is right there at the top of the list. And uh, I think that's uh, it's not a you know don't look upon it as a kind of a flippant answer or anything like that. But I think uh, clearly I can I can say that uh, when my walk is strong with Jesus, that has a carryover effect into my relationship with Cindy and with my family. So Jesus mm-hmm. would be my top on my joy list and then Cindy and the family. Okay. So I'm next. So I have to be be spiritual too. So Jesus, Joe and family, (laughs) actually those are true. Those are certainly my priorities in that order um, and my greatest joy. But you know, even as we are in retirement, a couple mm-hmm. things that pop into my mind very often, and I'm very thankful and have joy in this, is that we both have good health. We uh, have energy. We're excited about life and where God has us. And I'm thankful for that. And it does bring me joy because I, that gives me that opportunity to spend time with my family, help our daughters and their families, their growing families. And our son, mm-hmm. we have a son that's special needs who is 40. And so I'm I'm thankful that we have that to care for the people in our lives. And without that, it probably would not maybe be as joyful. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. I love it. Well, it's it's beautiful watching you guys dance and just hearing it just when every time we talk, it's you guys are, it, it's just a beautiful thing to even listen to, uh, and to watch. And, um, you know, I just look forward to that for, you know, Nancy and I, and any of the other couples that are coming to, to be one and, and to be smooth, like, like you guys are. 
We'll, you're very we'll send kind. you our next disagreement. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> record we'll record it. Uh, I don't think you guys are in the fake it till you make it camp. I think you, I think you got it. Uh, yeah, we're, 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 we're still learning. working on it. We're still learning. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, what about a life first? Is there is there one for individually? Do you guys have one as a as a family? Well, I'll go first with the life first for myself. I mean, I have many of them, but I would say if I had to do a top 10 thing again, I would, I would put Romans 12, verse mm-hmm. 1 and 2, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Uh, this is a, an, an amazing time. The book of Romans, of course, is an amazing book. And Paul does an amazing job setting up what Christianity is all about in the first 11 chapters. And then he hits Romans 12, 1 and 2. And you can almost visualize Paul just getting on his on his knees and just saying, I beg you now, brethren, uh, by the mercies of God, to present your body as a living and holy sacrifice, which is to be your spiritual service of worship. And he goes on to say that don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you might be able to prove what the will of God is, that which is good, acceptable, and perfect. And and that really covers uh, a person's life. I mean, that, mm. that that's the the banner under which I really kind of run my life. Romans 12 mm. verses one and two. Cindy, mm. how about you? So good. Um, I have two. I think the first one, this just kind of hit me now. Um, mm. The gal who led me to the Lord um, mm. gave me a Bible mm-hmm. and she wrote in it, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yes. I don't think I ever really thought about that then and what it would mean now 42 mm-hmm. years later. Right. Mm, that just really hit me. Yeah. Um, we even had it on our wedding cake. We did. <laughs> we did. And, but you know, when you're young and you're, you know, just coming to know the Lord, you're excited about so many things. And, and then really when you're first married, you know, you just think like, I'm never going to be poor. I'm only going to be rich. I'm never going to have hardship. It's only going to be fun and games. You know, any of the vows you took, it was only be the positive that we're going to be for your marriage. And that's what I thought standing up there in front of the pastor when we married. And, um, you know, we had no idea what that would look like years to come. Or We would never thought about having a child with special needs. Never would have entered. Neither one of us ever thought about it. Mm. And so That was not on our blueprint. Yeah, for not on oneness. our blueprint. Yeah. So, you know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That has been our goal. I don't even, I don't even think she knew what she was writing and foreseeing into the future as to how God would have us to serve. And so... Mm. That's kind of cool. But I yeah. also love Amen. Psalm 138, 8, and it says, the Lord will accomplish what concerns me. So mm-hmm. I don't have to be concerned about what God gives you to do or my neighbor or my kids. I only have to be concerned with what he has for me. Mm-hmm. And it will all work out as I pursue what he has for me. Amen. That's, that's good to hear. No, that's, that's awesome. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Those yes. are those are awesome. Thanks for asking. That was Thank a you. good question. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's always interesting to see what you know what people share and where it comes from. So it's um, it's always good. Thank you. Well, um, thanks again for for doing this, and thanks again for being willing to help lead us through this inaugural retreat that we have coming up. Thank you. Uh, as, as I mentioned, if you haven't heard already, I am excited. Uh, it's a new thing, like I said, for us and. I don't know for the people coming if it'll be their first time or, you know, their 10th time, 
but no matter what, I think there's going to be amazing learning and relationships that will undoubtedly come out of it. So, uh, yeah. And also just so you know, uh, for those who are listening that uh, we're going to have an outstanding testimony, uh, by Todd and Bridget, uh, Baumgartner. Um, Mm -hmm. we have heard their testimony and it really is the thing that ties it all together for us at this, at this retreat. Uh, it will be a tremendous testimony of showing God's grace and mercy Mm -hmm. In, in building relationships. And so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing all, how God weaves all this together. And it's, it's going to be a very, very, very special time uh, with uh, Todd and Bridget. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to, to hear it as well. Yeah. Well, would you guys uh, close us down in a word of prayer as we wrap up? Well, as you probably know, Cindy is uh, the director at Moody Bible uh, WCRF radio station. She okay. has up the pause for prayer ministry there and has done so for how many years now? Time. Over, well, over two, I don't know. Two years. So I'm going to have her close us. Sounds like a tee up. Yeah. <laughs> that was the tee up right there. All right. Oh, Father, we just thank you so much uh, for this opportunity to. Uh, give a little bit of information to people who are listening and hopefully entice them to come to better their marriage. And not because we're there or because Todd and Bridget will be there, but because you will be there and you will be in our midst and you will be helping us, each one of us, even as we speak, helping us in our marriage. Uh, As none of us have arrived, we pray, Lord, that you will meet us there and that you will help us to be all we can be as an example, not only to our children and our grandchildren, but to our neighbors and friends and people all around us. So we pray that people would come with an open heart to learn, as we will as well. And uh, may you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I hope you got a few nuggets out of that conversation. And if you can make it to the retreat, I would highly encourage you to do so. We still have... Um, just a couple spots left for any couples that uh, want to come. I think, you know, just as my key takeaways as we wrap up this conversation, one is, you know, I, I reflect on different things in my life outside of my marriage. Um, when I was younger, playing, you know, very competitive golf, I always had, I was a good golfer. And what made me better was having coaches who helped me get better and playing with other people who were better than me or were different than me that helped me up my game. And I don't think this is any different when you think about your, your marriage. And so I'm excited to apply that same principle to, you know, take our marriage from, you know, good or great to even better. Like, how can you not take some principles away from this and apply it and have an amazing marriage? I mean, I want that. Uh, Who doesn't? So I'm excited to learn these principles, to learn new things, to become even more one with Nancy. And um, I hope that the same is true for anybody else who comes to the retreat. So I hope you got something out of this. Uh, Thank you for listening in. And my encouragement would be to, you know, stay sharp yourself and sharpen others. Everybody listening to this knows someone, a neighbor, a friend, a family member, cousin, you name it, that might benefit by listening to this podcast and might benefit by coming to the retreat. If you're coming to the retreat and you want to invite somebody else to come along with you, this is a way to you know enhance those relationships of those around you. So thank you for listening in. Um, God bless and stay sharp, everybody.